0: Alrighty, welcome to the MMA Roasted Podcast. I'm here with T-Rex. What up? Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's, it's good to be here. We got a great show. We got Michael Johnson, uh, Will Capazzano, fresh off Bonergate. <laughs> Bonergate uh, 2013. We have a fi- uh, a, uh, an MMA coach who has one leg named Paul Pisco. Wow. He's going to be on our show. It's a Inspirational dude there. Inspirational story. We got a lot of, a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, it's going to be a great show. I'm I looking.
1: can't wait. we got the new studio, too. We are in a brand new studio. Oh, my gosh. Over here at
0: Fox. This place is amazing. We made it. We made it over to Fox. <laughs> Come on, man. We made it across the street. I can't believe I'm getting
1: six figures every month.
0: Six figures. That's, that's tra- including
1: with the that's after his, the decimal That's your child
0: support <laughs> bills you have to pay,
1: actually. But... Um, you don't pay child support when your kids live with you. That's a good
0: point. Good point. <laughs> I just got back from Europe. Uh, I was doing comedy for the military out there. I was actually, nice. yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. Those troops are, those are the best shows. The best, in the world. yeah. They're
1: hungry for entertainment. They're appreciative.
0: Yeah, in Kosovo especially. I was in, yeah. I was in Camp Bondsteel, right? Yes, I was yeah. in Belgium. I was in Germany. I was in the Netherlands. Uh, the UK and Kosovo doing comedy for the troops, and uh, Kosovo it was actually a dry base, so they had no alcohol. Yeah, I, yeah, I
1: remember. They that. couldn't Did you wait stay to in laugh. the
0: Connex boxes. Yes,
1: like the trailer box.
0: The trailer box.
1: Yeah,
0: and they actually knew you, the guy who who actually runs the. Run the bus, knew you, uh, Mikey. Mikey, he's yeah. a great guy, he, and he actually drove around Chris Lieben
1: Yeah, he told me he was telling me uh, he couldn't remember his name, and then he was like, You're a redhead guy, looks like he likes to fight a lot. He's a UFC guy. He's he who's trashed the whole time."
0: Yeah, he said the and UFC he, guy they're so nice, and they go out, and then they drink, and then no one. And then yeah, it was crazy. And he said
1: he's all tatted up, and I was like, and I found a magazine because I was carrying UFC magazine. Effort. I said, "Is this the guy?" And He was like, "That's
0: the guy." And yeah, I was, I was like, like, like yeah, Kyle Chris Kingsbury, Lieben. Chris Lieben and a couple other fighters went out there, but it was Kings Boo. It was amazing. It was amazing seeing. Uh the 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 soldiers got me trashed. You know? They, they usually, always do. I don't usually like to drink that much, but they got they got me wasted and, and uh went out, went to some, some Billy's topless bar in Germany. Was, <laughs> some, oh wait a minute. Oh, never mind. Some Romanian I fell in love with some Romanian stripper twelve times. What was his name? Uh Billy, actually. It was <laughs> actually Billy who owned it the topless Billy. bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh it was it was fun, man. I it was great. It, it was it was
1: It's always a good time, man.
0: Yes. Oh, military. And we're
1: going somewhere soon, aren't
0: we? We are going to go to the military tour uh and I heard you killed it over at the Cabo Comedy Festival. I
1: did indeed. Uh the owner of the festival said if they had a best of the fest uh award that I would have won the award for nice. that. Nice. Uh, well, very very humble. No. Yeah, you know, I you know, hey man, if I don't believe in me, no one's going to believe in me. Yes, which no, why no but. one
0: believes in you. No, <laughs> No, yeah, you, you killed it, man. Yeah, I
1: had a good time. Yeah, it was and nice it was, to hear. It was amazing. Yeah. And it
0: was great actually watching the UFC fight for the troops in Germany with the troops. That's awesome. It's, everything's gone, it's hard, though, because we're nine hours ahead. So right. I had to do my text from last fight. At like I started at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Jeez. I didn't even go out in Belgium. I didn't even see Belgium because had it was it was one of the UFCs. It was a UFC Fight Night: Belfort versus Hendo, and I, I had to write. And these things take like six, seven, eight hours. It's not like people think I could just come up with jokes. I mean, literally, I have to go. All right, how is this person going to say this? How is that person going to say that? How is that? and then and then of course like I, I like post it on the websites, and some people go, "Oh, funny, hilarious, funny as hell." One person's like, "I didn't left once," and of course <laughs> like, that's the one you focus on. Yeah, that's the one I'm going. Listen, buddy. Just so you know, I have – and I'm like arguing with some 19-year-old fat kid who lives in his, ba- in his grandma's basement on uh, proving him why I'm funny. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why, why, why do I care? <laughs> that's,
1: that's the same thing, man. You could be killing a crowd of a 1,000 people and there's one dude five rows back who's got his arms folded and not having a good time. And at yeah. the end of the night, everybody thinks you're great, but you're just focused on that one dude who's like, why did that one son of a –
0: Or every compliment folded. I get it's like, I thought you were funny. Yeah, I thought or you were good. I hey, was laughing. Hey, man, <laughs> you have to remember where you are. Are. that crowd sucks <laughs> like, like dude, dude they, they just don't get you listen just say I'm funny and leave I don't need your backhanded compliments right. at, at all I just yeah that's that's to be but you know what people are loving a text people are like going hey dude one of the group texts coming out hey man and then it's funny when I'm like the fighters themselves, like I put like T. Woodley's mom in them, and then T. Woodley, re- t- t- right. Tyron Woodley retweeted it, or Tim Kennedy wrote. He goes yesterday. He writes, "Wow, you do me better than I do me." <laughs> he goes, "That's <laughs> something I would actually say." You know, so that was like nice. to Tim Kennedy himself is, is writing about it, or like I'll put like who do you want me to put in there? And then War Machine's like the only person people care about is me. So I like put <laughs> I put War Machine in there. Like so that's you know it's nice that like I uh, what the fighters were asking me to be in them, which is. Which is cool. You know, right. I mean I, I enjoy it. sometimes I make myself laugh. Like I always I always put Holdsworth in it, and Holdsworth is <laughs> like, Dude, I died laughing during this man, thank you right. you know, which is cool. And then you got people going I like Holdsworth. But then once in a while, you get these people like, I know funny and this isn't it. You know, and I'm just like, I'm like, leave with me their alone. Arms fold, with their yeah, arms folded? With their arms folded. But I did get hired uh, to write again for the MMA Awards, which is nice. great, which is great. Because I did it for three years in a row, and then they didn't use me, and then they came back to use me. It's always nice, like, when someone doesn't use you and then comes back around. You want to gloat and be like, oh, really, guys? Now you want me? Right. You know? But instead, Are I was like,
1: jacking the money up?
0: But no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, but it's nice. To like you know, because the, they, they didn't use me and I was kind of bitter about it. Actually, I wasn't kind of, I was bitter about it because I did a lot of work for it. Because I always try to do more work than people actually ask. I always, whenever if I fight, say I'm gonna do something, I do it. I don't just right. like do it half assed. You or don't just thing.
1: do it, do enough not to get fired. You no, know,
0: no, I, 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 I try to get above and beyond. To, dude, the text from last fight had they want it to be like 700 900 words. And I'll make it literally three thousand words, and then I go down from three thousand to nine hundred. So I'm shaving stuff off all the time. I don't like. Okay, I'm up to four hundred. I'm up to five. Like I try to go it down and put as many jokes as possible, and, and 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 make it be as funny as possible. You know. But it's. But of course, you always get the critics. It's like okay, then do it better. You know. Right. You know, or I get the people like who dedicate their whole podcast to how much I suck, and I'm like, okay, dude, you have. Okay, just leave me alone. Let me. I got thirty-two thousand people that find me funny. Okay, right. I have fighters that find me funny. I have fighters that are going on the pod. Let let me play to them. Let me let them be happy. Right. I, you're, you're, if you don't like me, fine. But it's, stop like, pissing on my parade. I, and I hate when like a website goes after me, like a like a, a website because I can't attack a website. I don't know, at least be a person. Right. You know, I'm not gonna anyway.
1: So. Oh, I've had that before. You, yeah. yeah. You know why?
0: Yes. <laughs> and all the uh, websites. Anyway, that being said, UFC 167 GSP versus Hendricks uh, what are my thoughts? the main event? I thought Hendricks won
1: I, I you know what I did too. Uh, I thought that Johnny Hendricks uh, GSP was a little more battered.
0: Oh, a little more battered yeah,
1: you know a little more but battered, I think it's, you know it's a fight:
0: I thought Hendricks won Whoever round went. one he won round two. I actually gave him the first four rounds to be honest, and I thought he definitely lost a fifth. But at the same time, I could see how people say he lost the third, and I could see how people say he lost the first. It wasn't – it was a robbery. <clears throat> it was a white-collar robbery. It wasn't, it wasn't the worst robbery in the history of sports. Right. You know, Matt Hughes said, the worst decision of all time. Well, because they both go hunting. I, I mean, <laughs> uh, even uh, Pat Militid said, worst decision ever. No, it was not. It wasn't Bisbing versus Hamill. I don't, it wasn't even, it wasn't. <laughs> I remember, gee, that was a bad one. That was ridiculous. Yeah. It wasn't Shogun versus Machida. It, it wasn't Pacquiao versus Bradley. It, it wasn't that, okay? It, it was a bad decision. Johnny Hendricks had him out in the second. Not out-out, but he, he had him stumbled. He, he had his legs buckled, and he should have went for the kill. Yeah, just and I, I understand why he didn't. He wanted to pace himself.
1: So he wouldn't gas.
0: You know, at the same time, dude, you're you're a Division One wrestler, four-time, you know, national national uh, All-American, two-time national champion, three-time, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, you shouldn't have to gas that. Uh, you should be able to go all out without gassing completely. Right. So I think that I think he was a little too precautious there. I wanted Hendricks to win. Hendricks retweeted me. Yeah. <laughs> Hendricks came on our
1: show. And he's a he's a super nice guy. So what a
0: nice guy! But you know what? Nice GSP's a real nice guy too, though. Right. It was two really good guys, and that's where the whole now since GSP lost.
1: But Johnny's American. So.
0: There's this just yeah Johnny is American. <laughs> but there's this since since he lost, there's just been cr- this crazy stuff going on. First of all, he he started to say he retired in the octagon, but then couldn't finish. That was my joke. But then <laughs> so he started to announce his retirement. Uh, I think that you know. When he went on the Joe Rogan podcast, he said he was abducted by aliens. Uh, Who said this? GSP. He, did, he said that for yeah, Was he, he said being he, serious? No, he is. He's, he seriously thinks he said he was abducted, he was abducted by, aliens. by aliens. I think that's why Hendricks had an alien wear thing on his shorts to, <laughs> to, try to, to, to like, bring up him. memories. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that... Was he
1: talking about like aliens from outer space or was he talking about Brazilian fighters that aren't supposed to be here?
0: No, he's talking about... Uh, <laughs> you know, he wasn't abducted by a bunch of... Mexican. Illegal, no, no, illegal aliens. <laughs> no, he was uh, abducted by... By the, the you know little gray men, yeah, little with gray men, big eyes. TSP has fought the most rounds in the history of, of the UFC by any fighter. He's 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 been in the he's taken more shots in the last three f- fights than he has in the history than than his first ten fights. He's taking a lot of shots, and he even said after the uh, the fight he couldn't remember a couple of the rounds. So then he says, "I want to take time off." Dana kind of got upset about that. Dana at the, the press conference said this was the worst decision, you know. I'm scared to fight in Nevada. And he sort of basically said GSP owes it to the fans to keep fighting. Look, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big Dana White fan. Uh, Dana's a friend. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, it's one of those things where— If the fighter feels one,
1: like his health is at risk.
0: Yes. That, it, the guy does deserve— Time off, and Dana even said, you know, he, he, he I'm not gonna make the guy fight. If he need if he needs to take time off, he needs to take time off. But it seems like, you know, then GSP said, you know, I have a lot of demons. I have the, I think he has extreme OCD, which I do also. Like I, you know, I used to drive my car and then think I hit somebody and then circle the block 20 times, even though I didn't hit anybody. And are you serious? Yeah, I have to, have to check my locks 20 times, and yeah, sometimes I had sex with a girl, I had to put. Fill the condom with water afterwards. Make sure it didn't break. I, I, I underst- <laughs> did you really? do Yes. I, Come I, on, man. Really? I did. I swear. I understand what OCD is. You, you you're you're trapped in your own head. Wow. You're it's your a prisoner in your own head. There's medication for it, which I take. So ayahuasca. Not ayahuasca. Celexa. Not DMT. Ayahuasca. Yeah. <laughs> MDMA. Bath salts. So <laughs> I understand what GSP's going through. If that's it, you know. At the same time, if GSP retired tomorrow. It wouldn't kill me. The guy's a great fighter, one of the best fighters of all time. He he's perfected a, a way of fighting where he's v- was virtually unbeatable for a long time. So
1: not the most exciting though.
0: Not the most exciting fight, but you know what? It's to me he's efficient. Yeah, he's an efficient fighter. I
1: mean, the, the goal is to win the fight.
0: Goals to win and not take damage, and he's still taking a lot of damage. He's taking a lot of head kicks, you know. And it's one of those things where. So then it came out on TMZ that GSP might have gotten someone pregnant. Um, and wants which I think to
1: that would be more Ben Askren style. Wants
0: the girl to have an abort. Yeah, <laughs> GSP has humped so many men in the cage. A girl got pregnant. That's that's <laughs> so. You know, th- he might have gotten someone pregnant, and then his father's really sick, and then supposedly then his his old manager is suing him for millions of dollars. So she came out. That was on the front cover of. So there's all kinds of drama right now with GSP. More uh, money, more problems. More money, no pro- more problems. You know, and then Hendrix now. Who was supposedly back in the gym yesterday is now out for six. wow. Now they're saying he's out for six months. Medical. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I, I you know there come was come on it was, a good fight. it was a good fight. Yeah. Now the other fight, Chael Sonnen versus Rashad, Rashad. Evans. TKO baby that was first kind round. Of, bow, bow. Kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm a huge Chael fan. I will. Uh, Chael's great dude. At the same time, he should not be at 205. He should be at 185. He's a little, uh, yeah, it's a little too big for him, I think. A Little too big, and also, uh, I think he stopped taking TRT. I think he, I don't think he trained at rain for this fight because they said he was training with with Dan Henderson, who I like, but <coughs> he was doing great when he went up down with Munoz and Ellenberger and those guys, right. you know. So now he's. I don't know what I don't know if he was at rain, but he didn't look like the chill that came out against Chogun.
1: So what's the, I mean? What's going to be the next thing for him because he's been losing a lot.
0: <laughs> no, he hasn't. He he won his last fight. Right, but I'm saying like he called out. Well, now he's coaching the Ultimate Fighter Brazil against Vanderlei, which I said. On this show, I said, what's going to happen if Chael loses in nine seconds? Are people really going to be excited to see that? You, you did say that. And then, uh, what happened? He ends up losing, not in nine seconds. It was the first round. First round. And now people are not that excited to see him go to Brazil and coach the <laughs> ultimate fighter. It's what's exactly, it's, it's why would you make that fight and have him coach before his, uh, they were, everyone was overlooking Rashad based on how good he looked against Shogun. But Shogun and Rashad are two different fighters. Right. You know, no one was expecting. I mean, Chael said before the fight, "I don't know what I'm going to do." That's not a good game plan. <laughs> I'm going to go in there and wing it. Yeah, let's see what against, happens
1: against an animal.
0: I'm going to improv. <laughs> I'm like, throw me a topic. I mean, right. seriously, what, <laughs> right. it's like it's just basically me going on the Tonight Show. I don't know. I'll figure it out uh, when I get out there. It's like man, life is crazy. Life is crazy. So, what do you guys want to talk about? I mean, <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? That was right. – uh, he, he, he didn't have that fire. He didn't have abs like he used to. I don't know if he's not taking TRT like he, like he was supposed to. Deer antler. By the way, Belfort said his TRT levels were lower for his last fight against Henderson. So what, really? they were down to 260? I mean, what, low, lower for what? Compared to <laughs> – right. uh, B- B- Belfort's my favorite. He, he, that guy's unbelievable. So, yeah, so Chael, what goes on? Where does he go? Rashad looked great. Yeah. You know, uh, who does Rashad fight next? I. What about Rashad Gustafson? That's an interesting fight right there. Uh, what about Rashad versus... I mean, you got Jones fight, fight fighting Glover next, and then you have well, Gustafson... That's not happening,
1: though, right? He pulled out of that. Jones no, I, out, right? I
0: think they're, they're not... They didn't pull out. They just, it just they got... They pushed it out. They pushed it. it. Right. And then you got Gustafson fighting uh, Jimmy Manawa, who's a, a really good fighter. Uh, and then, uh, But then who does... I mean, maybe Phil Davis versus Vitor and Rashad versus the winner of that. It's it's an interesting scenario. Oh, is, is I wonder if Daniel's next
1: fight is going to really be at two hundred five?
0: I, I think it will. He, Cormier is looking good. Yeah, I mean, he's he looks like he's, he's, come a, on, a, man, he's a beast. He's a beast. I, yeah, be he right. is a beast. Oh, Cormier <laughs> is a well, great, dude. I mean, right. and he it looks like he's actually like right. like, like, like missed lunch. He <laughs> right. he's lost some weight, which is which is good. Uh, so Rory McDonald versus Lawler. That was that was interesting. I did, I did not see that one coming. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I, I thought Rory was going you know, to, you know, I read a really good article about, about Robbie Lawler, I think, in the, the new Fight magazine about, about, about how, you know, how he switched to American top team and before he was running the camp when he was over, at, I think, at the military system. And just how he's a really good counterpuncher and how he's really finding himself and also getting dap down to 170 when he's used to fighting guys that are so much bigger, how much better he's gotten. Right. And, uh, I'm, you know, I've always thought he was an exciting fighter, but, I mean, he really, wow, he's killing it. Yeah. I mean, he, his last, he, he, he runs through Koscik. Now, at the same time, I could see how Lawler won. He dominated the third round. Second round, you got to give to Rory. The first round was pretty close, though. Who did you give the first round to? Uh, oh, well,
1: I was going to say Rory. Uh, that's what I initially thought. Um, only because, in, uh, but in hindsight, I'm thinking maybe I thought that because I was expecting Rory to win the fight. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, it's
0: almost like they got to start giving 10-10 rounds in a way because right. it was a pretty even round. You know, uh, Lawler he had more leg kicks. Rory had more had more punches. So, but I I, I didn't hate the fact he was so dominant in that third round that it was like okay, fine. He you know, but you know Rory McDonald, though also in some ways you know like like Dana White after the said he was one dimensional uh, after the fight, which he's not one dimensional. He just he just hasn't looked that good. I mean he's he's a he's a he's a you know and he's a kid. He is a kid. I mean, he hasn't gone through puberty yet. I mean, you could see, <laughs> right. you could definitely see that he's. Now I could see him throwing wood at the weigh ins. Yeah. <laughs> throwing throw wood at the weigh ins? Yes. We're going to talk to Will Cabezano, who I could not believe got. Uh, it wasn't a full on boner because. It was a semi. It, it was straight. It was, it was straight, whereas a full on goes more up. But it was definitely a semi. It was, it was about Did a, four, get a protractor, a forty percent chub. You know, right. I mean, if, it, if if it was full and his penis is that thing, then that's <laughs> that's actually in, in some ways better because I guess you don't need an angle when you have sex. You have to, you could just go right in. Wow. But it's just see, my mine definitely goes way up. my well, his, towards it doesn't the G go, spot. Yeah, it doesn't go straight. Right. i mean, never. He's seen, not going to hit
1: anything that way. I mean,
0: it was more of a jab boner. You know, it was kind <laughs> of. No uppercuts. No uppercut. Yeah. <laughs> There was definitely no arch, but yeah. So we're gonna to talk to him about that. That was crazy. That yeah. was, but he's, he was a good sport because I wrote a bunch of jokes about that, and he, I said, you, you know, I responded. said keep, I said keep your head up and, after <laughs> he lost, and he, yeah, he he was cool. I, he seemed like a nice guy. So, uh and then Koscheck, that again dude, that was brutal. Like the
1: tyrant, tyron is ridiculous, and uh and I like the guy. Um, yeah, he's, he's been on our show. I'm glad he won.
0: I'm glad he won. I'm Super nice won. guy. I think, you know, Kosciak, he's lost three in a row now. He's been knocked out the last two fights. I think it may be time to hang it up. You know, I love the way Kosciak fights because it's he's, a, he's exciting. He's exciting. I wouldn't say he's the smartest fighter in the world. <laughs> I don't know why you would go in there and trade punches with Woodley. I mean, you're, Dude, he's
1: like an action figure. Woodley, he's got like zero percent body fat. He's just like sheer
0: muscle. Like and athleticism. He cuts ninety pounds like the day of the fight. I mean, I'd never. That guy's huge. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. And I don't know why you you would, you would trade punches with that guy. I, I wouldn't even trade baseball cards with that guy. I mean, seriously, <laughs> that guy. Uh, you got it, you're, in, you're insane. So Koshek got got. It was a bad strategy. I don't know who's advising Koshek or who's cornering him, but that that I'd well, be like, hey man, whatever you just did.
1: What's his record since leaving? Aka.
0: Uh, it's not good, and I, you know, I I think Dana said that he wasn't gonna cut him, but uh, you know, it's one of those things where I'm not sure if fighting is probably. He said he sounded like he was ready to retire, and I think that's a good. You don't want to take too many punches like that, right? Or any punches like that, but for that matter, you know. And I'm a Kozcheck fan, and I know Kozcheck's. He's a very, you know, he's kind of a villain, and he's fun to root against. But you don't want to see a guy with no no brains. By the way, did, did you see the um? The uh, Freddie Roach He got in a fight right? fight. Yeah. So <clears throat> I know this is an MMA show and this is boxing, but I'm still gonna talk about it. But who's fighting Freddie Roach? I mean come on. Freddie Roach is the nicest guy in the world. Not
1: only that, met Freddie? I've never met Freddie oh. Roach, man, but he is a, he seems like he's a very nice guy. He's got nothing but his fighters uh in, in his mind and and it's almost like beating up like Catherine Hepburn.
0: <laughs> I don't mean well. Uh, Catherine Hepburn wasn't a top boxer at one all point. All
1: right. Well, then beating up, uh, beating up uh, Muhammad Ali at this point.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I understand. Yeah. I mean, not even. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He's, they both got Parkinson's. That's better than Catherine Hepburn, <laughs> a better analogy. So Freddie Roach, uh, his his strength and uh, he had his the strength coach for Pacquiao was a guy named Alex Ariza. Right. So Alex, there was always some kind of beef with the camp. Alex left the camp, the camp. He threw him out of the camp. And now Alex is now coaching uh, the guy that Pacquiao's fighting this week. Uh, what's his name? Pacquiao, uh, Pacquiao versus uh, – what's his name? He's fighting – Rios. Rios. Brandon Rios. He's, he's coaching Rio, – you now he's Rios's uh, strength and conditioning coach. So there's some beef there. So they went in today – or uh, yesterday. They They went to go to the gym, and I guess Rios had to be out by 11. And then – uh, They're using d- the same gym. They're not going to uh, Wild card, It was some kind of like press thing. No, it was oh, okay. no. This is like in like in uh, Macau. The fights, okay, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the fights in in in, or, in um, uh, China. Yeah. Right. Because to I heard is going broke. That's a whole separate thing. What? Yeah. Supposedly he's. It was an article in Ring Magazine about how he spent. You know, ten million dollars financing his campaign. Then he financed his wife's campaign. Then he finances his brother's campaign. He took fifty people to Israel after his last fight. It, uh, you know, he's just basically he, he, He's doing. I remember Freddie uh, telling me personally a couple fights ago, a long time ago. That I was like, "How's Pacquiao?" He spent a lot of money on cockfighting. He's a big cockfighting gambler. Not not, not the cockfighting that they Will Campazino was doing. No, like actual. <laughs> we said the same thing. Actual, like I guess that's that's big in the Philippines. Betting on cocks fighting. So anyway. So, so he so, pulled, he pulled an MC Hammer basically. So, well, so for, yeah, yeah MC Hammer. So Freddie comes in uh, and he's like, "Hey man, you guys gotta leave." And then uh, Ariza's like, "Oh, Robert Garcia said no." Uh, you know this. Basically, long story short, Ariza kicks Freddie in the stomach. What? Yeah, like front kicks him in the stomach, sends him flying, and then starts making fun of his Parkinson's, going uh, uh, like, "Wow, yeah." I mean, what an a hole! What an a hole! I mean, what? Come on, We have dude. to we have
1: to start a new segment called
0: A Hole of the Month, Month, mm-hmm. Month. <laughs> we really should. A Hole of the Week. A Hole of the Week. Let's do it. Yeah, Alex Ariza, you have, are our first A Hole of, <laughs> of the Week. Our first MMA roasted A Hole. Yes, I mean that's that's rough. <laughs> yeah, I mean seriously. Honey. Really, dude? Come on, man. Freddie Roach. Freddie Roach. He, 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 I mean, he kicks a sixty-year-old a guy in the chest. A sixty-year-old Parkinson's, yeah, a guy's got Parkinson's, and then and then mocks his, mocks then his, mocks his debilitation, right? Complete, complete scumbag. So uh, not cool, not cool at all. All right, wow. uh, Matt Riddle got cut from Bellator. So did Ben Askren. <laughs> well, Ben Askren le- didn't get cut. He 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 left, and he's meeting with the UFC this week, but supposedly. And uh, but Matt, it's and not happen. he actually said Ben Askren he'll fight for free. And I said, well, who's going to pay the crowd to stay awake? But he said, no, but he said he would actually fight for free. And he said, well, he said if he loses to Roy McDonald or GSP, you don't have to pay him. Wow. I like Ben Askren.
1: I like him too, but he's also a very non exciting fighter.
0: Yeah, but so what? I, I find him exciting. I find him exciting. Well, you're, like, you're like, a wrestler. Yeah, that's a good point. But also, <laughs> but also, it's like I want to see if guys can beat him. Right. You know, so I think Ashkin will do well against these guys. I do. But, you know, he might end up at the World Series of Fighting.
1: Uh, You know what? I already talked to Ray Seffo about that. What did Ray say? He said, hell no.
0: Why? Because he said he's boring. Come on. What? (laughs) (laughs) Look, we have to get Ray Seffo on the phone. That is some BS. First of all, Ray Seffo signed Jessica Aguilar. He has one girl in the division. How do you have one girl in the? Oh division? yeah, I'm Finer. <laughs> yeah, I, I got money on Aguilar. <laughs> how do you have? How do you have one girl in your division? <laughs> you can't have a whole division of just one girl. What are you gonna have her just show up shadow in box. the shadow box? Shadow box, and then you won. All right. Like, how do you sign one girl? I mean, come on. At least make it, you know, sign a dog. I not mean, one of everything. I mean, it's a couple of, you can't just <laughs> I have one girl. Sign one of everything. <laughs> Get a tranny and a, a transgender. A one. If you're going to sign one of everything, I mean, make it like Ray's Ark. But instead of two animals, you have one. All <laughs> right. All right. So I'm actually reading. Ben Askren's a free agent. Bellator releases him. That's from you. By the way, you spelled Bellator wrong, but okay. And he goes, he's boring as bro that's why he's been released (laughs) and then you wrote he's ridiculously boring straight wrestler that's it and then Ray writes that's why the UFC isn't going after him and you go I just pass on info when I hear it he wrote yes sir (laughs) all right first of all look Ray Sefo I like you but you're gonna fight your own thing and not sign Ben Askren come on man you're (laughs) you're the president you you if if Ray Sefo gets to fight in his thing so should Askren yeah I, I am boycotting the World Series of Fighting <laughs> until Ben Askren gets gets it. By the All way, that, so... That was actually just me and a comedian friend of mine going back and forth. Yeah, sure. Named Ray Stefo. So, by the way, Matt Riddle signed with the World Series of Fighting because he thinks it stands for the Weed Smokers of Fighting. Just, <laughs> <laughs> no, just so, Yeah, so, yeah so, Ray, so Matt Riddle got cut from Bellator. Uh, and I like Matt Riddle. It's kind of a shame because it, that guy does have talent. Uh, and now... Uh, we're gonna get into some interviews right now. Let's do it. All right. So our first caller, uh, he fought last week against Sergio Pettis. His name is Will Campano. He's a four- he actually just got back into the UFC. He was in it before. He was in the WEC. A lot of people though, he became uh, infamous last week. He's the he's the root. He's the root beca- uh, because he is uh, the hardest fighter Sergio Pérez has ever fought. Stiffest competition. Stiffest competition. He actually looked like he was sporting an erection during the weigh-ins. And he's the first fighter ever to do that. I mean, that, that I know of. Um, but uh, he's been a really good sport. And uh, he seems like a real nice guy. And uh, we're going we're gonna to call Will Camposano. Hello? Hello, is this Will Capazzano? This is Hey, it's Adam Hunter and T-Rex. Yo 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 yo. You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. How's it going, brother?
2: It's going good.
0: How's everything? So, uh, you had a yeah, a tough fight the other night, man. I you know, a lot of people thought you won that fight, by the way.
2: You know, it it is what it is. I kind of had to do what I had to do, short notice fight to get in the company, you know, I've been I've been I've been fighting, you know, and I've been winning. And I just, you know, I know I could perform a lot better than that. And honestly, if I would have had a full training camp, I think I would have blown them out of the water.
0: Yeah, no, this is the second fight that you took. You took one fight in the WEC on eleven day notice. You took this fight on seven days' notice. Are you just going to show up and like have no notice in your next fight? Just, <laughs> just, just show. Up? <laughs> you got to
2: give yourself. Yeah, that, man, man. I mean, uh, i I hope, hope, hopefully, I won't. But you know.
0: Now I gotta get this out of the way. Uh, we gotta we gotta talk <laughs> about the the the, uh, the pink elephant in the in the uh, room, the uh, the 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 boner gate issue, the the erection heard around the world. So what <laughs> what exactly? No, <laughs> now okay, so during the weigh-ins, it looked like you popped wood. Uh, Would you please respond about this? I think this? I think it was
2: it was the camera angle. You know, it's come on, man. The camera adds three inches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so I mean, were you ner- nervous? I mean, what, I mean, were you actually excited? I mean, were you that excited to be in the back in the UFC that you just it was a stiff competition? I mean, I mean what exactly? He was hard up for the fight. Were You hard up for the fight? What? What? what did, did you just happen to let it go? I mean,
2: what? No, I mean, I, I definitely, you know, I try to be Sergio Pettis as hard as opponent of the date <laughs> you
3: know?
0: I think. So it was I the underwear. It. So it, it it was the underwear. You weren't actually aroused at all.
2: No, it was the underwear, man. I, I had, you know, I went to the strip and I bought it because I didn't, I didn't bring any underwear because I usually don't wear underwear and I just, you know.
1: Can you tell me where I can find those underwear so I can start <laughs> impressing women? <laughs> it's the the
2: those eckies, something something like that. It, it just gives you. Like, you have no space, and it kind of makes you, like, hang out already, you know? And, uh,
0: so. Now, I've got to ask you. Okay, so you got, you got this—it's one of the biggest fights. It's the 20th anniversary. It's a you know, huge moment. You're the first guy to weigh in. Okay, you weigh in, and then when—does someone point this out to you and say, hey, dude, by the way, it looked like you were sporting a— I mean, what, what happened? What went through your mind after—when did you see this? When did you notice this?
2: I saw it right after the weigh-in. Like someone texted me the picture, and uh, man, I just—I just think it's hilarious. Actually. Did you, you laugh? Know, did you people laugh when you saw it? can make uh see what they want to see, but you know, I don't—I know I wasn't around. So
0: okay, now I honestly believe you because I mean, Sergio's not that cute, and, and I think that there's probably been... now. Now, did you did like your teammates say anything to you about it? Were your coaches like, "Dude, this is—we have, we have what, a problem here." What, the thing about it, it's like, it's not the first time it's
2: happened with me. Like, it's, it always kind of happens with weigh-ins, you know, and I got other uh, pictures. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know the guess. you know, kind of the underwear I wear kind of makes, makes, makes me, uh, you know, fit like that.
1: Did you just tell them that that's how you look when you're flaccid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does it help? <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: it's just, you know, I'm always wearing those, like, bikini cut underwears, you know. Ah,
0: uh, so, that, that makes sense. Now did uh, now were there a lot of uh, did the women come up afterwards like, hey, what are you doing later? you know I, I see that you got a big you gotta you know keep your head up kind of thing. I mean did, <laughs> were their chicks <laughs> were there girls after you hitting on you because of this?
2: Uh, I've, I've gotten a good response from it. yes.
1: <laughs> wow, that's great. That is good. That's good good for you. So is that going to be your uh, your little thing moving forward?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think you know any publicity is good publicity, and so you know, Little Willie happens to be very famous right now.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: That's good. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So back to your fighting skills. So you, uh, you, you, you had you had won six uh, six fights in a row before this fight. You you were in. You've you've had some kind of a rough patch in the WEC. Uh, I mean, your first fight ever, the guy didn't make weight and then you have to fight him anyway uh, what's your plan are you planning on uh, what's your what's your plan from now on, from here on
2: man you know what i'm a, i'm a champion you know i'm a legacy champion i can fight i can fight hard i've been you know i've been winning and i've been winning against tough competition and uh, you know i just had, i fought four weeks ago in Tokyo and you know i was i was relaxing i was chilling as you guys know, I mean, it's hard making it out here outside of UFC. So just, you know, if you weigh in like in Tokyo, older. you're probably a uh, I legend. I need to be in the UFC. He's probably the biggest in
1: guy in America. Tokyo, by the way. <laughs> just like the Bob Sapp of underwear. Yeah,
0: in Tokyo, they, they probably the women probably go crazy over you.
2: <laughs> they did. They did.
0: Nice. Yeah. So I mean, now you took the now you took the fight on seven day notice, and uh, and you did very well. You know, uh, Misha Tate gave you the first and third round. Uh, yeah, I mean, not that she's a judge, but she she said that a lot of people a lot of people thought that you know uh, I think well they, that's all that counts
2: because Misha tastes very hot. So
0: <laughs> that is true, that is true. And you were I think that you were sort of in a way thrown in there to kind of be you know everyone's like oh the Sergio Pettis kids the, the real deal he's you know his brothers with Anthony Pettis you were kind of thrown to the wolves and I think that you kind of showed that hey this kid you know you're 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 right up there with them, man.
2: But look, I started the fight on fumes. That's that's. I mean, I fight I fight Sergio Perez with the training cap. You know, and you know I'm not I'm not hurt. He never hurt me. It's just it wasn't a fight to me. It was just like okay, whatever, let's do this. And I'm you. You guys will see me in my next fight. So
0: absolutely, what
2: man. I what I can bring to the table.
0: I got to tell you though, man. Personally, if I had a boner during the weigh-ins, I would have been horrified. I would have been like. You know, and you are a good sport, man. I mean, you, you retweeted all the jokes I made about you, and uh, and you're dude, you're a freaking champ. I gotta tell you, you you know, if a guy knows how to laugh at himself, it's 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 Will Camposano.
2: Yeah, you got to roll with the punches. Absolutely. And the short notice fights. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the short notice fights. <laughs> nice, yeah. man. So, where do you you, you live in in uh, in uh, Texas, right?
2: I live in Dallas, Texas. Yes.
0: Nice. How's that?
2: It's great, you know. Everything's you know, bigger in
0: Texas. Uh, we have a, a lot of hot girls here. <laughs> a lot of hot girls. <laughs> I could tell, man. Now, did, how many people, so people have, now have people? Have you gotten, uh, so you gotten some chicks that are like, hey, I saw that you, you had a, uh, you know, that you were excited during the weigh-in, will you sleep with me? Is that what's been going on?
2: Yeah, they've been beating down my door, for sure, you yeah. know. But I, I like to uh, focus on the one I want the most.
0: Nice. That makes sense. All right. Well, well, you know, we've we were all questioning about the boner. Honestly, it was on it was on all of our minds. We were all thinking about it. Uh, but rest assured, Will Cabazano did not have a hard on during the weigh-ins. He's naturally uh, a semi semi-hard. The way and it was the underwear. That did. It was the underwear. It was the underwear. So uh, and, the, it, and the camera added three inches. And the camera added three inches. <laughs> so if any girls want to see that Will is much bigger in real life, they should contact you, correct?
2: Definitely, definitely.
0: Nice. And if, uh, if any girls that you don't like, throw them my way, because I will definitely feed off on Will's boner sloppy seconds. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs>
2: No problem.
0: Thanks, and if man. they're not impressed
1: with your boner, send them my way so yeah. they can be impressed. Oh, oh,
0: <laughs> oh! T Rex, you had to, you had to throw in the race card. What? All, All right. right. So, well, well, thank you for coming on our podcast, man, and keep up the good work, brother. All
1: right, guys. See you guys See you. later. Well. take care.
0: <laughs> Will's a good sport, though. I gotta say. Yeah, I Will's a good guy. Got I me mean, a good guy. I mean, what would you be like if you walk, if you had to weigh in and someone saw your? That would be kind of t- t- terrifying. I mean, it was not like it was huge. It was like a.
1: Well, you just gotta make a, you gotta make lemonade out of lemons. At that point, you just gotta like roll with the punches, like you said, and, and make a joke about it. Yeah. And, and maybe even say like, "Man, I put something down there to be to be funny." Is that what he should have said? No, I don't know. I mean. I think he's doing all right. You know, yeah, no, he's doing all right. Off. He's laughing it off.
0: Yeah. But I'm saying, I, it was like a Matt Linland text, because right, someone wrote, I mean, roasted. you're going to have a joke about this? And then Matt Linland goes, the joke's in his pants. And then everyone's laughing at that. I mean, it was sort of became a... Right. I mean, his everyone... Was talking about the guy's the guy's schlong. It was, <laughs> it was the most insane thing I've ever. It was hilarious. It was really funny. Uh, like on the underground, there was a whole article written about his. It was the front, the front front cover. Bonergate. Yeah, but, no, no, it wasn't <laughs> called Bonergate. It was like guy gets erection, WTF or something. It was crazy. Wow. Crazy. All right. So our next caller, uh, Paul Pisco. Paulie P. We're calling him in Canada. I uh, can't wait to talk to this guy. Hey, is this Paul Pisco? Hey, what's up, buddy? How's it going? It's Adam Hunter and T-Rex. What's up? Uh, how's it going, guys? Okay, how's it going? Now, people uh, at home who don't know, Paul Pisco, uh, I met on Twitter. Uh, he happens to be a super nice guy, and what's crazy about Paul is he has one leg, and he's a jiu-jitsu coach and a, a Muay Thai coach, and, uh, which is pretty—it's uh, freaking amazing. I mean...
1: Yo, know, he's the guy that you hear about when people say I'm bigger than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest.
0: Yes, yeah, he's the. I am that, that guy. He's yeah. that guy. <laughs> you, you, you are that guy, man. Uh,
3: I am. Self-proclaimed, anyway. <laughs>
0: now, Paul, how did you? How did you lose your leg?
3: Um, originally, it it uh, stemmed from uh, getting run over by a guy that I threw out of the bar I was working at. Um, it was about 16 years ago, and just. The damage that was done to it over the years, I had like 27 surgeries on it, just Holy trying to repair smokes. it and get it somewhat usable. Um, finally, it just got to the point where, you know, enough is enough. It just was more like, it was hindering basically everyday kind of activities, getting dressed and, you know, like your femur breaks from putting pants on, which what? shouldn't happen. So, <laughs> wow. stuff like that. And then finally last, well, about 18 months ago, 16 months ago, actually, uh talked to my surgeon and he agreed that yeah that's the right thing to do and we chopped it off
0: wow so wait so you were a bouncer at a bar yeah some guy was getting rowdy uh you you tossed him out yeah and then what and then when as you were leaving he the guy runs you over yeah he waited in his truck up the up the street near the end of the
3: block and till i got off work about three hours later and then he uh can flying down the street. I guess I just remember looking back and seeing a truck.
2: <laughs>
0: wow! Oh my God! Now, did you did 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 you sue the guy? Did you get money out of him? Um,
3: there was there was a lawsuit and everything with his insurance company. Um, which I felt lucky that the guy even had insurance because he was kind of a well, he had a reputation as just being like an alcoholic and he lived in the hotel above the bar, so. We, my lawyer and I, we weren't even sure if the guy had insurance because we couldn't track him down for a while. Um, and then finally we got a hold of him, and thankfully he did have insurance. But, I mean, it wasn't even about the money. It's just it, it, the principle of it. Um, nothing really came of it. You know, I got a little bit, but it only covered, you know, missing a couple years' worth of work, and that's about it. You know, I would have traded it all just to have a normal leg.
1: Oh, did, he, uh, did he do any time?
3: Uh, he spent the night in jail in a drunk on, tank really? and lost his license for six months.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. So,
3: the way it works. So or it we, doesn't uh, work depending so which we, way you want to look at
1: it. Should we rally up the posse and come out there and find this guy?
3: <laughs> uh, there there's a few guys just itching to, uh, <laughs>
0: to track him down. <laughs> so where this is in Canada? Yep, yeah, in Lethbridge, Alberta. Okay, so so I, now when you lose your leg, are you just completely depressed, and are you feeling sorry for yourself, or, I mean, is...
3: Um, not so much the self-pity, that's just kind of not how I roll, <laughs> um, but depression was definitely, I mean, huge, and it, it felt like it was 80% mental and, you know, 20% physical, trying to overcome it. Um... Yeah, like the first month or two, you know, at home having to like crawl across the floor just to, you know, because I live alone, so I don't really have a lot of people there all the time, other than family stopping by here and there, so middle of the night you wake up, you want water, right? You got to find a way to get it, so oh, man. it's, uh, yeah, it got it got me down for a while, but I started going online and looking at other people in the same situation and talking to people and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I can beat this. It's not a big deal. It could be worse.
0: It's gotta be a great way to like pick up a chick at a bar though. You know, I, right? all
3: of the stories you can come up with, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. And then, you know, the conversation just kind of goes downhill from there and you're <laughs> yeah. like, what did I get myself into?
0: <laughs> so then you started getting into jujitsu and, and like Muay Thai? Yeah. I started back
3: teaching. Um, obviously having to do things a lot differently and uh, my coaches and stuff had to, you know, it's been, it's been a learning process for everybody trying to think outside that normal parameter, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm, it's still, you know, it's going to be just a constant process trying to get used to doing things differently, you know, like, my escapes are great. <laughs> <because> <laughs> especially on the right side.
0: <laughs> but before that, what, uh, what belt were you? I mean, what kind of stuff did you uh, study?
3: Um i started out in judo actually i got my i only made it to uh, brown belt under the late uh Yash senda here
0: only huh? wow that's um, <laughs> and
3: that's where i just kind of it stemmed from and then i was playing hockey. you know i wanted to learn how to fight better and uh that's when i got involved with uh, my original coach trevor hardy and uh we started going over stuff and then i'm like you know what i like this so i just kept going at it and then started teaching and got into jiu-jitsu because the judo background it just felt natural to, to want to get into that as well so um, doing as much as i could with what i had with my leg at the time um, and then yeah i just kind of progressed from there
0: That's that's amazing. Now do you want to have a a, a fight?
3: I I've, I've been thinking about how you know jiu-jitsu jiu- competitions um, just to see, you know, just just for my own personal uh, gains, I guess, just to see what I can do. Um, I don't feel I'm ready just yet for it, Um, but it's definitely a thought. Uh, As far as MMA goes, I don't think, you know, I would go to that extent just yet anyway.
1: So do you you think um, not having uh, one of your legs is an advantage or disadvantage because of, you know, the fact that your leg is missing, your body weight can be uh, heavier, which means you can put on more muscle
3: yeah i mean that's the thing like like right now like when i have my leg off it's like my body weight drops like (laughs) you know about 15 17 pounds right so it's quite a bit of difference um as far as it being an advantage or disadvantage it goes both ways right you know like i got a 50 percent less chance of getting a heel hook right so (laughs) (laughs) i mean it goes
0: both ways and
1: your roundhouses Um, are probably out the window too right yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> no, it's amazing, man. It's amazing uh, how you know inspiring you are. Like, like a lot of times, I can't get off the couch, and I'm just like, "What am I doing?" And then I, 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 I go on your profile. I, I just look at you sitting there like a badass, all tatted up with one leg, and I'm like, "All right, it's very, it is very motivating, man. You're a very motivating guy." And the and the, and your students love you, by the way. They're always they're always retweeting you and telling me that I have to you know get you on. And it was actually what Jeremy May, right? Isn't he one of your students? Sorry. Who? Uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, the guy didn't Jeremy? The guy he was in the the uh, UFC. He recently reached out. He said he he was like, hey, it's crazy to have you um uh, to see the MMA. Oh, Jason. Jason. Uh- Jason Day. Yeah, Jason Day. Yeah, he was in the UFC, correct? Yeah, yeah,
3: he was. Yeah, he had a few fights in the UFC, and yeah, I've known him for years. Um, and yeah, it was a shock to him too. Actually, that was <laughs> that was the first time I actually had talked to the guy in a while because he had moved to Vancouver a while ago. So, uh, yeah, he was surprised, too, and he's been, you know, we've been chatting ever since. So, I mean, I'm just doing what I love to do. And, I mean, if it helps other people along the way, that's awesome because that's, I just, I like helping people. I love teaching. And if you can better somebody, then, you know, it makes me feel even better, too. It makes me want to keep doing more and more.
0: That's great, man. Another
1: talk about uh, making uh, lemonade out of lemons.
3: Yeah. Exactly. No, yeah, awesome. it's. I mean, there's. It's did, did, just endless, you know. Like it's just. You never had a girl that. was, door- did, you ever,
0: did you ever have a girl that was like reaching for your junk and grabbed your leg by accident and you're like? And she- um, I I do a lot of you know kind of
3: uh, questionable things <laughs> <laughs> with the leg, you know, just to freak some people out. Um. <laughs> you know, like uh, what leg you got, you know, <laughs> or like slamming my leg in a car door and having it twist, you know, 180 <laughs> degrees and screaming. And people are like, what the hell is this guy doing? And then I get up and, you know, take my, you know, leg, adjust it and walk away kind of thing. So.
1: Yeah, I had a dude, uh, I do do that in a show one time. He was a, a veteran from the war and he came to one of my shows. He was in the front row and he had his leg was, uh, he had a prosthetic leg from the knee down or from like yeah. the thigh down. And in the middle okay. of the show, he, Took his leg and turned it upside down in his jeans, like, you know, tw- grabbed his leg like he was put it on top of your leg, but he put it straight up in the air at the knee, d- <laughs> which like kind of freaked you out. If you're looking down, you see this dude's foot up in the air like yeah. this way. And I was like, yo, what the hell? My He's dad like, told yeah. me when my dad exactly. I, I mean, I,
3: I used the bottom of my foot for to hold my coffee all the time. People were <laughs> like,
0: what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> my dad was telling me, and you know, my dad used to manage Alice Cooper, and right. he was telling me he was at a poker tournament when then when and a guy. Actually took off his leg and put it on the table as like his as a part of thing. And another guy you took put out put it in the pot. Uh, you put it in the pot. <laughs> guy took out a fake eyeball. And put his. It was like the craziest oh, man. thing. Keep an eye on my leg. I was like, Dad, how much how much acid did you take? In this story. <laughs> that's crazy though, man. Well, good for you, man. That, I mean, that's that's. Do you do you, do you go around making uh, giving speeches or you know trying to motivate people or?
3: Yeah, like I've been like my mom's a teacher. She teaches grade two and stuff. So I've been making my rounds to the schools and stuff in in town and in Calgary, um, going to hospitals and just talking to kids that are, you know, like young kids that are facing, you know, getting their limbs amputated, you know, whether it's cancer or you know accidents or you know birth defects. So it it really helps the kids and it helps the parents too, especially because the parents are the ones that. All they have is feelings they don't have i hate to say it, but they don't have that grounded common sense about the situation yeah so they're just fueled by by their feelings and that's all they have and sometimes it makes it worse for the kid
4: right right
3: so it, it's nice to kind of you know go in and just you know show them that hey it's not the end of the world right like absolutely it, it can always be worse
0: no dude you're you're a, you're a living proof man you you are a living proof of that uh and, and by the way, thanks for all your, your, your kind words with the uh, text from last fight. I'm glad that... Oh, makes-
3: man, those, <laughs> Like I said, man, I, I'm going to have to start wearing diapers when I read those things. <laughs> <laughs> that really, They're priceless. They're that, priceless. I that, love them.
0: That really, really, really means a lot. So where can people find you?
3: Um, as far as... Social media? Um, Facebook. Uh, Paul Pisco. Um, my Twitter accounts. Paul underscore tc underscore pisco i believe is what, it is what it is i think um yeah um also the progressive fighting academy here in lethbridge their website too um and yeah basically that's just the easiest way for people to get a hold of me and i'm here for anybody who needs to talk or you know anything i just i love helping people so it's it, it makes me feel good, and it makes other people feel good, so I'm on it.
0: Well, thank you, Paul. Thanks for calling in, man, and uh, we're definitely going to have you back, and keep up the good work, brother.
3: Yeah, thanks, brother. I mean, I appreciate you having me on the show. It, it's an honor. I was surprised when you asked me. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Anytime, man. man. Anytime, I'll help with whatever.
1: You're all, you're awesome, man. Thanks, appreciate thanks it.
3: man. Appreciate it.
1: All right, brother. Be good.
2: All right, you too, guys. Cheers. Later. Cheers. Later
0: was a nice guy oh, Yeah, what well, I mean <laughs> what a, di- a diamond in the rough, right? I mean, holy
1: Yeah, that's uh, Yeah, that could go I mean, I don't know how I would react if I lost a limb Yeah, to some
0: jerk at a bar who ran who run, Wow, who and
1: you know who the over. dude is Yeah And you know where he lives And, and he didn't get any kind of uh, retribution I think I'd have to I think I might have to do something <laughs> Yeah, really <laughs> But that just shows the type of character that this guy is
0: Yeah, no, and it's uh, The dude is like He's a pretty jacked dude I wouldn't mess with that guy
3: What?
0: Hey, Michael Johnson. Hey, how you how's, doing? How's it going, man? Are are you at an ice cream store, or something? What's that? <laughs> uh,
4: no, 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 ice cream store. Just a, uh, from a little appointment. Oh,
0: so. how's that? Re- I mean, you're on the MMA Roasted podcast. It's me and, uh, and t Rex. What's going on, MJ? Have you, have you have you met Michael before?
1: No. Uh, I'm not sure if I have or not actually.
0: So, Michael, I no, Michael I don't John- think I
1: no, I have met MJ the Sprinter, nice. Michael Johnson the Sprinter.
0: So, Michael, <laughs> con- by the way, man, can, can, congrats on, on on your recent success. I mean, well, your success in general, but uh, your last fight was amazing, dude.
4: Yeah, thank you, thank you, appreciate that. Um, you know, just had to get back on the winning track, you know, and um, regain myself from those losses. <laughs>
0: Now, what do you think the difference was with uh, with your fight against uh, uh, Lozon?
4: Uh. Oh no, hello. You know, um, yeah, hello. Yeah, I'm here. I was just, uh, I was just a little bit more focused that fight. Um, I think those last two losses I had were, um, I wasn't really nervous for the fight, you know. I didn't really think that these guys could beat me, and I was going in the fight pretty wrong. I know, uh, no fighter should go into a fight like that, and uh, I paid for it. You know, with two losses, but and then I got back to you know my old ways, not think like that, and going in and I'm um, fighting tough.
0: Were you worried that you might get cut if, if you lost?
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. You know, of course, uh, you know I'm. <laughs> I'm kind of worried about that. Um, you know, quite a bit, but especially that you know three losses, but. You know, I was worried, but at the same time, once I got in the fight, you know, I didn't even
3: think about it. I just had to go and, um, you know, go to
0: work. No, it was amazing. I mean, your speed was like so much—I mean, Dana White even said it was uh, the biggest, most one-sided fight he's ever seen in, in the octagon. You were just—I dist- mean, Joe Lozon's a tough, tough guy. It wasn't like you just beat some some, some, some scrub. some right. I mean, you went out there and just kicked the crap out of him, man. It was— uh you know, and you, you know, you're know, you a guy that I've always, uh, I used to watch you, you know, I remember watching you on The Ultimate Fighter and I thought you were going to win The Ultimate Fighter. I, I thought you, you had that. And you seem like one of those guys that, that has a ton of potential but just couldn't seem to put it together, you know?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, now now everything's coming together. Um, being down here you know, ever since I got to Florida, um, you know, we started playing with things and um, it just started, you know, becoming what it is right now and yeah, no, I, I give a lot of credit to you know like Glenn Robinson and all these guys down here, man. They bring uh, like created this team. I was one of the original members, and we got um, you know Rashad Evans uh, started helping me and putting everything together. And then um, you know just the talent pool of guys down here, and um, you know we're just gonna keep it rolling.
1: Yeah, this this is my son. Are you in Boca Raton? Yeah. Huh. And what what team are you training with? so a dumb question. The Black Sillions. The Black Sillions. Okay, that's why I was, that's why when you mentioned Rashad, I, know, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: So you're trading with Eddie and, and uh Sear and uh uh, uh Jay-Z Calvagante, right? Yeah. All those guys? George yeah, absolutely. George Santiago, of course. yeah, George Santiago, yeah, he's our head coach. Um you know, Henry
4: Hooft
1: and Kenny Monday we
0: got
4: coach. and
1: um, The Mad Dutchman. You
4: know,
1: the what was that? I said mad the mad Dutchman, Henry Hooft?
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Matt he, he's brought he's brought our striker to a whole other level. So um, yeah, he's a beast. Like really that, man. I, yeah, our team is really solid, and um, you know, it's more of a family than a team. You know, so I think that's um, you can credit that our success a lot as well.
0: Now, who gets the most tail <laughs> in the Black Lions? Because <laughs> what's the, according to Abel Trujillo, it was him. Abel said that he gets more tail than all you guys. Is that the truth?
4: It, it might be. I, I don't
0: know. I don't, I don't chase tail. You don't chase? Come on. You don't chase tail? There's no way you don't chase tail. He's like, tra- the tail chases him. I'm with
4: uh, the girlfriend.
0: Oh, you got the girlfriend? How long, yeah, have, you had, yeah, how, so, how long have you had this uh, girlfriend for? Uh, it's been going about a
4: year. Oh, so, so there's a little chance it year. might
0: not work out. Yeah. No, it's working out. <laughs> there's no chance for that. Is she, is she white, black, Asian? What a... Um, she's actually,
4: like, Macedonian, if you ever, like, heard, heard
0: of it. It's kind of like Mediterranean, like, pre kind of, so. Oh, wow. Nice. She's probably crazy in bed.
4: Uh, you know, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I, I'm
0: not give you any good dreams. But I don't want you. Now, what's up with you and Melvin Galant? Now, now you and Melvin had some kind of beef on Twitter.
4: I have no idea what that was. You, you probably know better than I do. Just, just randomly, I send, I see a tweet from Melvin talking about everybody knows what, what happened there. Like, everybody knows what happened there, practice, something like that. Or he's like, practice is one thing. And I'm like, cool, Melvin, like, you make no sense. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So I had no idea what he was trying to accomplish with the tweet, but... um.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was basically God, saying I he used to beat you up before. in practice. He said he was like he used to beat you up in practice and now he wants well, to fight see, you. The
4: way I read the tweet, the way I read the tweet, it kind of said practice was one thing, a fight's another, so you know, that kind of made it sound like
1: You were beating his ass, was, ass in practice.
4: Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That made it sound like oh I was looking his ass in practice. A fight's another thing. You know, that's how I read the tweet.
0: Okay, so I mean yeah. so so who was so who was beating whose ass in practice?
4: Uh, practice is practice, i Okay, I'll say that the people that know really know.
0: He was also... I, I'm not,
4: not going to put it all on blast, but...
0: Because he also you know. said that about, about Diego Sanchez, how he used to knock Diego out in practice, and, and then Diego would say the same thing. Yeah, I kind of... Yeah. I... I,
4: I, I highly doubt that. <laughs> I, I highly doubt that story. You know, I've trained with Diego. You know, I started out at Jackson's before I came down to Florida. And uh, we created this whole thing, you know, so um, that's why I went right after the show. Great camp, great guys. And um, I was smart with Diego, and I was smart with Melvin both. You know, they've both been good training partners, and I doubt that Melvin was knocking out Diego every day.
0: So uh, and another thing is that we've had we've had Anthony Johnson on our podcast who went off on Overeem. I was I was was thinking the same thing saying that Overeem wasn't a team player. He's not a black zillion. He has a small penis. Uh, (laughs) Okay, okay. well, I mean, the first two things he actually said, but he was saying all these things about Overeem. Will you I mean, would you like to elaborate on that?
4: Um, they got a kinda of different like relationship, but you know, I, I agree with AJ on, on a a lot of those things. You know, um he's always been a true true teammate, true brother to me, like true um like family ever since I've been down here and um you know, we always show the team we're here together, so we are true black Zillions. you know. I wouldn't I'm not gonna go that far, you know, say Alice has got a small penis or anything like that. <laughs> I would never know. But um <laughs> But you know, he—I wouldn't consider him a team player or or my
1: teammate. Yeah, know. so he's—he's he's not a Black Zillion. He just happens to train there. Yeah,
4: you can put it like that.
0: He happens to be managed. Is Glenn Robinson his manager? Yeah. But I heard the ovaries oh, off the juice and dropping to one forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> What, what's he cutting off? <laughs> That's just the word That's on the street. That's hilarious. Now, now, who did you think won last week? By <laughs> the way, the whole... <laughs> who, who did you, so who, who, who you think won the uh, GSP Hendricks fight last week?
4: Honest opinion, um, I was up in the air, and then I saw the once they read the card, and I was like, I can see how George won the fight. So you know, I I, I agree with this, the decision that he won. I thought he won three rounds, two um it, it's been a discussion all at our gym, you know, I'm pretty sure it's been a discussion everywhere around the MMA world and my reason for saying George won is because if you're going to take the title you like you need to take it you
1: need to like really... i think
4: Johnny posted I, I think he was a little bit too relaxed in the fifth round he didn't push to take the title you know in in a decision like that, the champ's going to get it
1: right
0: yeah, is, is mean, like heard, it seemed like you had deep. him hurt seemed like you had him hurt in the second I he round too a lot In the second round, he had him hurt. Then he said he went seventy percent because he didn't want to gas himself out. But it seems at that point, when you have a champ hurt, you should probably maybe go ninety percent or ninety-five percent to get him out of there.
4: Exactly. You got to think that's your last chance, man. You got to go in there and take that title. Like you can't leave anything behind at all. You know, like you got that has to be like your thought. Like, oh, this is my one chance to shock the world. You know, you got to accomplish that. yeah, I think Johnny laid back too much.
1: I would, I would love to see that rematch. The, I think, the, yeah, I would I, I think the outcome would be rematch.
4: different. But honestly, you know, Johnny had a, a, a great night, and George didn't have that good of a night, and he didn't capitalize on it. You know, I think it's one of the same things about like um, when Mark Hominick fought Aldo. Right. You know how how Mark Hammonick didn't really capitalize on the chance where Aldo had a horrible night. But he didn't, you know, he didn't seal the deal and actually shock everybody.
0: What do you know about the rumors that GSP got someone pregnant, and then all of a sudden Kelly Clarkson said she's pregnant? Do you do you any any kind of do you know anything about that?
4: <laughs>
0: no, I have no
4: idea about that. Um, all right, no, no,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, cause I, I just think it might be just some kind of strange coincidence. Like the TMZ reporting that GSP got someone pregnant, and that's what was on his mind. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, Kelly Clarkson said she's pregnant, but I heard the GSP likes the sisters, so I don't know if that's, that's just, you know, this is what I hear. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, I think he does, but you know, I don't, I don't really
0: get into too much of that. You did know? you guys ever double date you back know, at KSP, <laughs> did, what was that? Did, did you and GSP ever go to like, hang out at like black clubs back at Jackson's and Albuquerque and pick up chicks?
4: No, actually, um, I didn't really, um, hang out with George when I was in Albuquerque. He didn't, um, he wasn't there as much.
0: Oh, uh, who did you hang out with?
4: And I was only there, I was only there for a little bit of time, you know, so I was only there for about, um, I mean, I just had that one fight pretty much, and then I went to Florida, but.
0: Yeah, no, it was a great move. Yeah. By the way, what I like about you, Mike, is that you tried out for the Ultimate Fighter, you didn't make it, and you tried out again for the ninth season didn't make it. Then you went to the, you tried to, again for the 12th season. Finally, you said, you actually told people, I'm tired of chasing you f- around the country. That's what you said. And, yeah, then, you, and, then, and then they put you on the show. <laughs> and then you came
4: That's in. That's times of
0: charm. And, and then you came in second place and almost made it, which I think is pretty amazing. It shows, because I, I had the similar situation with Last Comic And I auditioned for season four, season six. I finally <clears throat> made it, season seven. So I can relate to. Constantly, you know, going after it and going after it and going. You know, I give you a lot of credit, dude. You, you know, you. uh Yeah, thank you, man.
4: It's, um, you know, it was it was a point where I'm like, "This is the passion of mine. I'm going to keep on trying out. I'm going to keep winning the local shows or the the smaller promotions, whatever I get." But you know, my eyes on the UFC, and um, I feel like this is the easiest road, not the easiest. I would say this is the better road for me to go to the UFC as far as you know, um, exposure and everything like that. And you get your name out a lot more than just regularly going into the USG. And, um, it got expensive shit following them around the country, you know, trying out, um, I heard, to, you know, try to five sponsors. I had to work hours. I was a server, you know, before at a restaurant. And that's, I think everybody in their life needs to be a server at least once. Because oh, so God. much shit, it's ridiculous.
0: It's terrible. <laughs> now you got a big fight coming up against, uh, against Gleason Tebow, who, uh, who's a big dude, huge dude, black belt in jiu-jitsu, uh, guy's a beast. What's your, uh, what's your plan against him?
4: Um, fight him. <laughs> that, 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 that's the plan. I'm going to go um, fight him. No, we're working on that game plan. I just need to have a lot of movement. I can't get caught um, being lazy with Gleason. No way. You know, he likes to grind you out, you know, hose you in a cage, gets, a, gets the, the, the takedowns. He's strong he's powerful but um he's only like that in the first round to me. You know, I don't think he's going to be able to keep up with my cardio and um, I'm definitely going to test him. So
0: Now did you go out with uh Rashad yeah, after Rashad and uh and uh Chael uh, after Rashad beat up Chael? Did you guys party?
4: I wasn't out there unfortunately. I had to do a watch party at the UFC uh at a movie theater here. Oh. But I got my flight coming up so I don't have the time to to go out, but we'll all celebrate together once <laughs> I beat Gleason, then we'll all go out. There's a picture yeah. of
0: Rashad's after party one time. Right. You see how they have that famous picture? Uh it's like the, possibly. it's like the worst picture ever. It's like Rashad sitting there with like four dudes, they're all texting each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty funny picture.
4: <laughs> that must have been a while ago because that doesn't happen when we go hang
0: out. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was. I'm sure <laughs> it was. Now now, by the way, the black zillions uh Used to be the easiest team to roast because you guys were always, you guys weren't winning and it was this. It was like, oh, the Black Zillions, Black Zillions. But now you guys are, are, are you ca- I can't even roast you guys anymore because you guys are winning, by the way. Yeah, of course. Man, it's just <laughs> be quiet.
1: He's like, that's how we do.
0: What do you, what do you think the change has been, man? Um, honestly, you know, every, every team's got their real world coaches.
4: You know, I think what it was is, and this is my personal opinion, is um we've always had the great talent, always had the great coaches. We're finally starting to put it together. But the main thing to me is we're not getting any attention like we were when we first like came on the scene. You know, everybody starts expecting you to do this to do that and they hold you to these expectations and when you lose, you know, people like to roast us. <laughs> like 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 you. So um so so now nobody's, you know, really, like, trying to get us, like, like pay close attention to us because we're kind of established as a team already. And now we can just do our thing and relax and, um, you know, get back to normal and just hard work and go in there and win fights and just silencing everybody.
0: Nah, it's great, man. It's, it's really good to see because... Uh... You no,
4: know, we can you guys in secret. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> now, how good is, uh, how good is Tyrone Spawn going to be?
4: I'm good. He already is good. But as far he as like I... the big yeah, world,
0: yeah, in MMA.
4: Uh, I think if he, um, if he puts his mind to it, like like he has been, he's going to be um a extremely big problem for people to deal with. I mean, um, he's picking up the wrestling. He's picking up the jiu-jitsu. I mean, he turns over Shad and Anthony. And um, you know, you can't ask for two better training partners if you need to learn how to uh, wrestle for MMA.
0: But how, how do you how do you think he'll do against a, a, a good solid division one wrestler?
4: That's the problem, you know. He, um, I, I think once he gets to that level, to where he is fighting a, a high level D one wrestler, I think he'll have enough wrestling um, to to off some things and um, do pretty good against him. Yeah,
1: it's I tr- mean, you
4: know, it's pretty hard to shoot on a guy with knees and kicks like that. Right. You know, you're kind of always in the back of your mind thinking that. You know, he can hurt me any time he
1: throws one of those knees up. Yeah, I, I I think he fought Angel DeAnda in WSOF 4 or 5, and he dismantled DeAnda, but he did it pretty handily in a way that it looked like he was almost cruising. Like, he could have finished him, but he was just kind of like, I'm going to just keep picking him apart. Yeah, I, yeah,
4: absolutely. You know, and that's um a lot to do with, you know, he, he wanted the MMA time, you know, the experience in the cage. Right. He could have easily went out there and finished yeah, that guy. Yeah, he could have
1: finished him, like, immediately, it looked like. But he was just like, eh.
4: Yeah. Of <laughs> course. You need that experience, and that's what makes you a better fighter.
0: All right. Now, final question, Mike. Uh, Team Ronda or Team Tate? What What? What? and why? <laughs> I
4: can't even answer that question. I haven't even watched the season. And, uh, I think I've watched it. I've watched, like, half of one episode, maybe. And, um... You know, in the beginning, like before they fought, I was uh, I was going for a mission. Now, now I kind of saw a little bit of uh, Rhonda's attitude on uh, the show, and it was kind of funny. <laughs> like some things she say I think it was the part where she was like, um, got arguing with Ryan Carraway, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when
1: they were at the bar. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were at the bar. I'm like, man, she, she's real
4: I she don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know, well, like-
3: she
0: doesn't. <laughs> so, who would you rather hook up with?
4: Neither one. Oh. I man, I'm taking. It. I got justice. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Good answer.
0: <laughs> you passed. You passed. Well,
4: yeah, yeah, see, aha.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, thanks for coming on our show, man. You, you are a, uh, you're a great guy. I'm glad things are coming together for you. I, I will always root for you, and uh, good luck with your upcoming fight, man. All right, thank you guys. Appreciate
4: it, man. Uh, thanks for having me on, and um, I'll
0: come on anytime. Absolutely. Man. All right, brother.
4: Maybe I'll take it easy.
1: You too, too, man. Tell everybody down there we said, what up? All
4: right,
0: we'll do. All right. See ya.
1: All right. Another great guy.
0: That was Michael Johnson. Are nice. we ever going
1: to get any A-holes on here that we could just like... <laughs> I want to get an A-hole on here so we could just rip them.
0: Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I kind of do. <laughs> We, we haven't got any. Everyone seems very, very respect. I think people are, are assuming they're going to come on here to be and, like and be destroyed. A, a, huge, a huge roast and I'm going to have like a, a cigar and just right. burn, it's going to be Andrew Dice Clay burning people.
1: <laughs> I told you that's what Herb Dean said when I asked him to come on here. He was like, I have no interest in coming on there and getting roasted or helping roast somebody else. I'm like, we're not doing that.
0: Oh, God. All right, our final segment on the show, The Ultimate Fighter. This week was crazy. So Anthony, who is supposed to fight Davey Grant, Anthony is a guy who actually was supposed to fight Cody Bollinger. Cody didn't make weight. Right. So then he, he got a— He just gave up. He just gave up. So now he has a bye to the semifinals, and Anthony doesn't make weight. Come on, man. I swear to God, this guy—and it's so—I it's, don't he, understand. Did he just give up, too? Well, what happens is the beginning of the uh, of, of of the episode, he's going, yeah, everybody hates me because I get to eat whatever yeah, I eat want. Whatever I want, and right. he's eating bacon for breakfast with mayonnaise and <sighs> like just just. Crap! And he's and he's eating, he's eating, and then he he beginning he weighs in, he's fifteen pounds over, and he's like, yes, I lost eight pounds today. So he was actually really twenty three pounds over. What? Yeah, he was twenty three pounds over, and then he was he lost eight pounds in practice, and everyone's concerned about him, and and Rhonda's concerned, and you know, Rhonda, Rhonda has both fighters, so right. um, so she's like she's like, oh, and he's like, don't worry, I got this, I got this, I do this all the time. And then they had the coach's challenge, by the way, where they have to go rock climbing. Rock climbing. And it's actually pretty close for a while, but then Ronda wins, and then she goes, F*** you, bitch, and gives her two fingers. (sighs) Not just one, two fingers. It falls off the rock. (laughs) Yeah. Which is like, I mean... But you know what? Ronda is really sweet to her team. You see that the team loves her. Yeah, Yeah, She's just... She's just one of the, she's like, I have a dog that like my dog loves me, but around other dogs, ah, you know, and that's kind of how Rhonda does not like somebody. She does not like somebody. And you know what? Full force. Right. You know, off, off the, you know, outside Rhonda, when it comes to MMA Roasted and, and me personally, I've interacted with her. Sweetest person ever.
1: Yeah, I've ever wrestled her before. Really? Right and left-handed. Yeah. Wh- who won? She did both times. Really? <laughs> she, dude, she's ridiculous strong.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. right. You, used to, you guys used to sponsor her and this and that, so we're not going to talk about that. Right. Okay, so... <laughs> but Misha Tate uh, ignores me. I've asked her a couple times to come on the, the podcast, and she just was like, I don't know. She hasn't responded. So I got to say, like, when it comes to Rhonda saying, well, at least I'm being real, she is being real. I, you know what? Team Rhonda, So, <laughs> until Misha comes on the thing, and then, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll reassess. So, yeah. So anyway, Anthony, you know he he's, he's like getting down there, and he weighs in the day of the weigh-ins ten pounds over.
1: Wow. So once he said, "I got this," he only lost five pounds.
0: Yeah, no. No. And the night before, he was in the hot tub drinking water, and he woke up, knows he's ten pounds over, and is drinking a Nas energy drink on the way to the gym. And still, and then he's like, so then finally he, he, he weighs in, he's got five pounds to lose, he goes in the sauna, he starts crying, everyone cries in that damn sauna, right? <laughs> he goes in the sauna, he starts crying, he comes out, he's like, I can't do this, I can't do this, and of course, like, Ronda's, you know, her, her team is like, it's like Manny, and the other guy, uh, what's his name? Eyebrows. Uh, uh, no, not eyebrows, uh... Edmund, yeah, and it's yeah, like brush. the Armenian guys are like, come on, bro. And then Manny goes, uh, he goes, uh, uh, don't, he, uh, what does he say? He goes, he goes uh, don't give up, bro. Instead of don't be scared, it was like, don't give up, or, 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 or uh, what, I don't, know, I forgot what he said, it was kind of funny though. So, so they're like trying to give the guy, and he just quits. And then he's talking to Manny butt naked, covering his <laughs> junk. <laughs> and, and might be the most awkward two minutes. And who hasn't done that before? Oh, it was unbelievable. He's sitting there with his junk, and Mandy's like trying not to. Like he's not looking, but it's just like he's like, "Sorry, man, I can't do it. I can't do it." And then he starts drinking the bath water. He's like, "What?" Yeah, he's so he's so thirsty. He starts drinking the actual bath water that he was sitting in. That he was sitting in. Wow. Yeah. So Anthony, though, tells him to leave. And then Ronda, you know, Danny's. I mean, Dan, and Dana, Dana. said, "Look, you had the easiest road. You didn't have to fight to get into the semifinals." And then he goes, "You know what? You should go home. Wow, get a I job, believe. and make MMA your hobby. That's what Dana, Dana tells told him. him? Yeah.
1: Uh, and that guy's probably swinging from a rafter right now from his <laughs> neck meat.
0: So then, Ron, so then Ronda then goes. to Dana. She, she feels so bad. She goes, "You know what, Dana? I'm going to make weight on Tuesday." which makes no sense because her fights in two months. <laughs> but she says so she wants to make weight on Tuesday to make up for it. And Dana's like, "Why are you going to make weight on Tuesday?" Oh, that was just something to do. And <laughs> She's like, oh, "I feel so bad." And Dana's like, "Look, man, you know you can't teach heart." You know, and then that was that was a show. there was no fight. An hour of this, it was nothing. You to, I watched this kid, and, it's, and this, it's this is
1: by far my least favorite season.
0: And it was well, I enjoy watching the season, but what sucks about it is couple things talk about it number one the kids got talent he's undefeated anthony uh he's like five and zero back in ohio and uh, like local but still five and o, all first round stops are four and zero, and he and he's actually a talented fighter that's number one number two you know how many kids fighters out there and in, in gyms around the country would die for this opportunity that would be like ah but this kid can't do it on the other hand look sucking weight is terrible, but I never missed weight in, in high school, college. At the same time, you're in this house, and it's the longer you're in this house, the harder it seems to be for these kids to make weight, yeah. because they're in well, the house a mental strain. and there's all this food and everything's thrown at you. But dude, if you're going to be on TV, don't go on TV going everyone's a hater and I could eat whatever I want. And he's going, I have the best cardio in the house. Yeah, you have the best cardio because you weigh 240 pounds. You know, sure. he's like, he's like, I feel strong. Dude, don't go, don't. You're taking a spot of somebody who actually would make the weight. Maybe right. he's not as talented as you, but, you know, eventually, you know, hard work beats talent if you're not going to, you know. So that's the thing. HWPO. It's... Who said that? Holdsworth? Holdsworth, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, a tr- he's a consummate professional. Yeah, Holdsworth is a nice guy. He's a professional. He's been through it. You know, and, and that, it's just, you see the difference between a, ki- a guy, kids who were talented and kids who were talented and had to work their asses off. Had to work their asses off, and I think that's the thing. It's like sometimes, and the thing is, the girls are the most disciplined. Not one girl has even come close to missing weight because to be a because those girls have they they, they want it. They've yep. They're making no money. They're coming from nothing. They they're in women's MMA. It's yeah, like yeah. But
1: I also think they have something to prove. So you know they're they're not going to be the ones single handedly to ruin the image that. Maybe they're trying they, to create. Maybe, yeah, like, See,
0: that, this is why women should be doing MMA. Not too. I mean, but it, it's so, the girls aren't mis- missing weight, right? And exactly. they're and they're on cycling. They, they, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're when the
1: they, ones. When, they're, when they're cycling, it's not it's not cycling it's
0: steroids. It's <laughs> yeah, they're cycling, cycling. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's just kind of it, kind of kind of a bummer. Next week, uh, Jessica's fighting uh, Raquel, which should be a good fight. Uh, you know, you got the girl who's the cougar who's got the mad boxing skills right. against the other girl who hits like a brick. Who's uh? She was the uh, the one who came out of the closet, yeah, yeah. the lesbian. I like her. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that's not like that's not her. She just happens to be a lesbian. I'm not describing her as the lesbian. Right. But she seems like a <laughs> badass chick. Uh, both of them seem like really cool girls. So uh, we had her on the show, and uh, she she was cool. She was really cool. So um, yeah. Anthony, Anthony, I had on the show too, and he, you know, he's a he's a fan. He listens to the Joe Rogan thing. He, he's like, yeah, Dust Squad. And seems like a really cool guy, Anthony. Right. But you're just like, dude, get come, it together, brah. Really? I mean, come on. <laughs> this is this is it, bro. Yeah, you, this is the big leagues. And and it's like, you, you got a gift. Yeah. But what was weird though was that before the last thing is that Davey, who's the kid from Ireland, England or Ireland. England. England. He's yeah. supposed to fight. He starts crying afterwards. About his kids. No, because he wanted a fight. Okay. And he was so upset he couldn't get a fight. He started crying, and that was kind of strange. Right. I, I, like it was like, dude, you made it to the final because he didn't want to make it to the finals like that. Right. It's kind of cool. It's kind of pure. Right. But at the same time, dude, just go to the finals. That's it. I mean, you're
1: you're training your ass off, and you want to, you know, there's wanted nothing worse it. than that, right? Yeah. Like uh, Han Stringer in World Series of Fighting, he was uh, fighting some dude, and the dude was like literally like thirty pounds overweight. When he showed up to the weigh-ins. He showed up late to the weigh-ins. He was still driving and when he got there, he was like thirty pounds overweight and they just scratched the fight. And the Hans was like, you know, I'm disappointed. But the worst part is like, dude, I'd sacrificed like for the last two months.
0: Yeah. But at and the same right, time, I think he's I'd be happy. like, now I'm just gonna sit around like But at the all same time, you get, but you but you mean you're still getting paid and then you take no damage and you have to go to the finals and win it. But I, I see his point. Yeah, like. yeah. Plus you're probably so emotional. He's like, let, let me punch
1: someone in the face. I did all this, let me punch somebody in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: So that was The Ultimate Fighter this week. That, that was my recap. But uh, it was, I mean, look, I don't know. I'm on uh, Tate or Ronda, if you're listening, come on the show. Roxy wants to come on. Yeah. Roxy was so funny. She, I like I like her, man, the little happy warrior. Oh, she was funny because she gave me a whole assessment of my text from Last Fight. <laughs> She'll do that. She, she goes, listen, she goes. I'm a very, very, very big fan of yours, and, and I enjoy everything you do. Only thing is, sometimes when you write text from Last Fight, you, you stray from the topic too much. It's hard to follow. If you complete, and then you wrote this For whole, all I felt like I was like being graded. She made
1: scripts, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I was like, oh, you got a good point. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll like I said, I, I appreciate yes, it. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. And, uh, and I will work. Work on that, and uh, would you? Lo- I'd love to have you on the podcast. She goes, "Oh, I'd like that very much." Like she is this she sw- She's. she's uh, maybe, no, would you, maybe, no, would you start asking her all the questions? Like, so how much? I- <laughs> oh, well, maybe there are aliens, and then she's. She, I think she is one of the aliens that GSP got abducted from because she seems like way too good for this world. That girl. right. I mean, she's so polite and proper and like just nice. And when I ask her about her sex life, absolutely. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't do it in a crass way where I would make her. But I mean, I would ask her if she has a boyfriend or. You know, has she hard up? Uh, hard up. Yeah, I asked Shannon Knapp if she was right. hard up, remember? Yeah. She said she, she admitted to being hard up. She was, <laughs> said she was a little hard up, Shannon Knapp. And Victa's this week, by the way. Nice. And Victa is this week, and, uh, and the Pacquiao fight's this week. And, so. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, uh, and that's our show. So where sure. where can people follow you and find you? Todd Rex T O D
1: D R E X X. That's uh, on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, my website is under construction right now. She'll be uh, up and running in the next couple of days. T-O-D-D-R-E-X-X.com. com and uh, or Trauma Combat T R A U M M A C O M B A T on Facebook and Twitter. Check it out.
0: And Adam AdamHunter.com or MMA Roasted or at Adam Comedian. I will be headlining the John Lovitz Club this Saturday night at 8 o'clock in uh, in, uh, Universal City Walk. Next week, I'm working on a carnival ship. Are you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. In December, I'm I'm, I'm in town. Nice. Thank you guys for listening, and have a great week. Later.